Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it's WrestleMania week, WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania time, WrestleMania stuff, WrestleMania Kate, WrestleMania Joel. We're here. <laughs> I can't wait for next month when it's WrestleMania Kate and Joel Backlash. <laughs> Every week is WrestleMania Kate and Joel Backlash if you try hard enough. <laughs> If you follow us on socials, it's very clearly backlash every single day. It's true. I'm Kate- going to change my handle to at Miss Kate Fabe backlash and that's <laughs> at Joel Pro backlash. That's that's commitment to the bit. Who needs to who needs the real names on Twitter? Just use backlash at the end of it. At Fightful Backlash. That's us now. That's right. Kate, how are you feeling? It's been uh, a so whirlwind. tired. <laughs> but tired. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's a it's just such a super fun weekend, like honest to God. It it really is. Um and I kinda said last night on the Slack post show with Alex that like one really fun thing about mania is if you've brought me to the well, even if I don't like what you've built necessarily, I kind of resign myself to like, but this is what you gave me, this is where it's happening, this is where stories are are winding up. Um so it it's kind of nice to just even flip the the mindset of that, and I really feel like night one outkicked its coverage way more than it should have. <laughs> so that's fair. I listen. I we're going to talk about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about a whole slew of Mania Week stuff that we have seen, have talked about, and just enjoyed, or maybe didn't. But uh, yeah, I mean, I. I very much enjoyed last night. We did our watch along here on Overbooked. And uh, I think general consensus was that almost all the matches delivered in some way, shape, or form. Uh, not everything was perfect. God forbid that happened. But uh, no, it was, it was a fun night. And I honestly, at the end of the day, for me, when it comes to wrestling, I I just want to be entertained. I want to have fun. But I also want to have fun while feeling, um, you know, fulfilled in my entertainment needs. Sure. You know Creative, what I mean? Creatively satisfied, for sure. The matches that I was nervous more about, I feel like even um, like I was, I thought Logan Paul was going to go over, Seth went over. I didn't know what to expect with Dominic and Ray, and I know a lot of people have loved that story. I haven't been a fan of it. Um, I feel like there was always going to be a ceiling on it because of some of Dom's lack of progression in the ring, but like for what I feel like they got all the juice out of it that they could have. So that's what I really, really like to see of just like, did you do the most that you could have with what you were given? Um, And I feel like, I mean, the last two matches especially really, really, really were just unbelievably special. And um, I'm excited. Kate's a big fan of Miz and Pat McAfee. Yeah, the last two matches. You know what? I'll be honest, though, and I'm sure we'll go through the card, so I won't like delve too too much into specifics. But um, the device of saying you issued an open challenge when you didn't, I think, is actually really, really clever. Like, I, I love that. Like, oh well, I issued this open challenge and nobody responded anyway, and then it was like you didn't even issue an open challenge. I thought was a really actually like pretty pretty clever little idea that I don't think we've seen before. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was uh, there was a lot of really just really fun moments last night. Like even in that same segment, having Snoop just be like, I'll be back. You're cool. Don't worry. You got this. You're, you're good. And Miz just like, well, I don't want to do this. What are we doing? It was a fun, uh, just a fun WrestleMania night one. Uh, and while we're here, if you want to have fun with us, go ahead, toss the thumbs up on the video 
you can uh, leave a comment if you're watching after the fact here on Overbooked and subscribe to Fightful Overbooked if you haven't already because one day we will grow up and be bigger than the main channel. It's true. It's true. The pillars of Fightful here at Overbooked are going to take over everything. We build the future stars. That young upstart Will Washington got his start here doing Day After Dynamite. (laughs) Those tag talk ladies, Haley and Kylie, they they got their start. They're still here. They're still here. And in fact, we called one of them up for a Supercard of Honor post show. She absolutely, absolutely killed it, by the way. Um, I am not shocked at all. Kylie's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're the one steering the ship, so I'll I'll let you uh, go. But if you want to talk night one first, if you want to start with Supercard, if you want to delve all the way back to Monday, which feels like a lifetime ago, oh, no, we're we're sticking to like stuff. Mania weekend, last, yeah, we're probably going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk Supercard. We'll probably talk a little Stand and Deliver. We'll do Mania night one. Uh, your super chats also can fuel the conversation. If you go ahead, support us here at Fightful Overbooked because that gets all the people I mentioned, minus Will Washington, because he's on the main feed all the time now, that gets our people here at Overbook paid. So let's get them paid by going over and donating a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. And our Discord's free because everybody loves free 99. So George Kittle showed up and uh, someone right away was just like, what'd you think? He had a clothesline on The Miz. Was it the best? Was it the best best clothesline I've ever seen? Yes. Not the best clothesline I've ever seen, but that was... That was fun. Like this was going to be, I kind of, I'm not, I'm not like a huge celeb involvement fan, uh, but this one was going to be in Los Angeles. And I feel like the ways they used celebrities were pretty good in the, in this. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I was kind of surprised that um, like you had Snoop and Miz and like Snoop wasn't on it a ton. Like I, I thought the, even the hosting gimmick was actually pretty well executed. They weren't like over, it wasn't overkill on the show. Um, so that was refreshing to see, but not, not the world's best clothesline, but not the, not the worst. All right. <laughs> yeah, listen, I think a lot of people are sitting here pretty content with where things were from last night. And now we got to do tonight. We got to do night two and we'll give our predictions maybe at the end of tonight. Um, I'm trying to pull up my super card results. Because sure, I'll just while you're doing that too say like night yeah. one was the one I was more worried about. Like last year I felt like night one kicked night two's ass. This year I was a little bit more worried that night one felt a lot lighter. Yeah. Cresta. Cresta rules. Stop. Um she's the best. I gotta get on a stream with her. I gotta save her from streaming with you every week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she's she's so awesome though. Um, I, I'm really, there's so much more that I'm excited about on tonight's car, just from the fact that like, I'm really interested to see what Becky or I'm sorry, Bianca and Oscar do tonight that tag or the IC title triple threat is like, that's what I've been eyeing kind of this whole build to mania. So night one being pretty damn good, I think is, is very promising for what we're going to get out of night two. So I'm excited. We said that last year, by the way. Night one was better than night two, and then night two was not that great. But I think this year it's a little different because uh, there, there's supposedly someone different steering the ship. Although if you ask certain outlets, that other person from last year and years past was also uh, around the ship's hull <laughs> in, in the command center wearing the headset and not telling people when an iceberg was right ahead. 
we talked about this a little bit. I think it's inevitable that if you're trying to sell a company, the creative is going to be influenced by that. I don't think maybe Vince is, you know, looking at the the day to day, but like if you're trying to sell a company, you're gonna want titles on certain people's to make that feel like something that's appealing when you're going to WrestleMania in LA, you're going to be inviting certain people. You're going to want certain things to happen. Um, I, my only like overarching complaint about yesterday was the way that the sponsorships were integrated. The double mascot overkill made me want to puke. Like the cinnamon toast crunch one. I love it. (laughs) First of all, I know this joke has been made a million times, but I said it too. You want to have a fight between father and son. You put a children's cereal behind it and just let them beat each other's ass in the name of children's cereal. It was cinnamon toast crunch emoji cereal too. I think it was like cinemojis. Cinemojis. I was so stoked. I thought they were going to do a thing with Miz. I thought the cinemojis were going to do like a, we kick Miz's ass in the backstage area. And this hundred percent. But no, instead it was like, nah, Snoop will be here and he's probably going to do something next. But um, yeah, it was good. It was, I, I like the Cinemojis. The TurboTax stuff is just hilarious to me. Like I, I tweeted out at the end of the night. I was like, new tag team champions, do your taxes. <laughs> it was heavy handed, Joel. <laughs> it's the colors of the TurboTax. It's the red, white, and blue, and the way that they—they're so different from the rest of the WrestleMania logo and the like. <laughs> the aesthetic—it stands out. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like the aesthetic there, is very '90s and colorful, but it's not overpowering. It's not bold the way into it, and their their branding is. Their branding is very like corporate. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is very playful, and WrestleMania is a little more playful. So watching the Intuit, like, smack you in the face every time someone gets decked in the face themselves, that's jarring. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch is fine. I don't know. You're telling me that the story here is, like, a dad who's been desperately trying not to beat his kid's ass, and then, like, he has no point but to fight his son, and you send out the mascot (laughs) after Ray's entrance? He wears a stupid mask. Okay, if he wears a mask and he's gonna go beat his son, I, that, come on. Who? What are you? What are we hiding behind here? Let's be honest. A emoji thing isn't gonna take away your uh, suspend your disbelief. If anything, the guy wearing the mask beating up his unmasked son that should be what takes away from everything. What snapped me back into realism was the realism of Dan Barry being one of the cops. Let's put yes. that over real quick. <laughs> I would have to have the hottest act in all of professional wrestling uh, being brought to the ring by your uh, your quote unquote husband, Daniel. My extremely real fiance? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely, that was, that popped me huge. I was so excited to see it. Um, I had actually talked to Dan a little bit ago and he was, I he did commentary for blood sport and i was like what a weekend that guy had doing commentary at blood sport and then he's like escorting dominic mysterio as a cop here but when he told me he was doing commentary he was like yeah i didn't want to take bumps in la and i was like well you're not taking bumps in la and you're on the wrestlemania card that's pretty damn good dan Barry. so that was awesome to see dan rules and uh I, that what a what a cool moment! What a fun thing! You get that bag, Dan Barry. I want a nice ring, All right? I think everyone Step deserves the bag. And before I read our first super chat, I do want to bring up this one comment. I'm not going to bring it on screen, but like 
they're asking like, what do we think of Denny Salcedo on the NXT pre-show? And Sean Ross sat probably feeling salty. Well, first of all, Denise being on the pre-show is phenomenal. I am very, very proud and very happy for all of her accomplishments. And I think I speak for Kate when it's like, she should be doing more of this when presented the opportunity. Hell yes, Denise Salcedo. That's what I have to say to that. 100%. If you see, what, what you see from her work is like, not even a sliver of the amount of effort and work she puts in on the regular. So um, we'll leave it. We'll, we'll leave it at that. But she did a wonderful job uh, on the pre-show. Hopefully she'll continue to have opportunities like that. Sean, I guarantee you, he is not at all feeling salty. Sean is not the type to be like, I wish I could get a call for the pre-shows. Hey, too. hey bro. Different, different. No, no, no. That is the woman that eliminated him in the GCW battle Royal. Okay. And now she, about. she, when from GCW Battle Royal to WrestleMania, she's not, I mean, he's got to be salty about that. I I get it. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, like everybody at Fightful is generally very supportive. There's just like nobody that, that works harder at what they do than Denise Salcedo. Like nobody. That woman is incredibly hardworking, incredibly professional, busting her ass every single day in a variety of roles. We're all extremely happy for her. Nobody more than Sean. Um, but it does it does have to sting when the, the woman that eliminated you in the Battle Royal, you do the job for her, you know, and she just skyrockets off into the stratosphere. Listen, you know when Sean will feel salty? He'll feel salty when I get called in to do one of these there you go. When I get called in to do the bump and I show up at the bump with my Fightful Championship that I've had for over two years now. Oh, are you going to put it in the garbage? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Although if they pay me enough, maybe I'd consider it. You know when Sean Ross App is going to feel salty? When Saltine Cracker sponsored this show, you're going to see a Saltine Cracker mascot walk in the back here in just a moment. As well as an ad where it takes up like 75% of the screen. You're just going to see me and Joel's noses. <laughs> it's just, it's Daphne just walking behind you with a saltine like sandwich board. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Mike from Indy, who also hosts a wonderful show here on Fightful Overbook with Righteous Reg, saying he doesn't watch WWE Weekly, but tune in for night one and thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I'll use this mania reset as my jumping back in point. And he says, you too. Roll. Well, thank you, Mike. First thank of all, you. you too. Mike also sat in with me on Thursday because Reg was off already, you know, attending shows, hitting on moms, whatever he was doing out there. So Jesus, <laughs> is this like a thing we got to hit? Yeah, on it's a thing. Oh, okay. it, well, no, it's a, it's a Reg gimmick. Well, it was a Sean gimmick before <laughs> that. Well, I mean, I guess it's anyone's gimmick if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made a joke. I was like, Reg is out here hitting on single mom, so Mike's going to set in, and he said, I don't care if they're single. I was like, damn, Reg, okay. Everyone has a limit. Everyone can make a decision on what they want to do. As long as it's consensual, we're good to go. It's true. Okay. Uh, don't Please don't come at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's inevitable. And yeah, and also Mike pointing out that uh, Dan Barry and Frontman Jaw C were guests. And uh, yeah, we love Frontman Jaw. So uh, it's good. Good to see. There's also, just to put over Dan one more time, absolutely cracked me up. There's like screenshots of him and then somebody had their closed captioning on and it's a crowd booing. Yeah. It was just zoomed in on Dan. It's like, that is like, that played right into, into Dan's gimmick. I loved it. Loved it. He'll never be famous. 
Let's like it was into, for one night. Let's get into your gimmick, Supercard of Honor. We'll talk yeah. about WrestleMania when we get deeper into this show. So uh, I called this show Supercard of Sadness when it was all said and done because the wrestler is the only one who walked out with a big moment. I, I mean, arguably, Lucha Brothers did too, but uh, overall, I enjoyed the show. I know you gave your thoughts on the post-show. Uh, give me just a, a general overview of the show. What did you really enjoy and what made you super tired of sad? That's sad. He's very sad in that photo. Give me an Eddie Kingston championship. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, we don't have to go through it in painstaking detail. I'll say the zero hour is always really fun because ROH is built around such high caliber quality matches that for something that's an appetizer that doesn't have a lot of story, it's like you just get to see Jeff Cobb show up and have an awesome match. Like really, really fun Willow there. Also nice to see Miranda Alizé get rotated into um, the ROH women's division. She's fantastic. The actual card itself, I thought it was really, really strong. In-ring wise, never had a doubt. Loved the Lucha Brothers winning. I really thought it was going to be top flight. I hope Dante's okay now. Um, I felt very silly after because I didn't even think like Lucha Brothers were probably like fourth in my mind of who was going to win it. Completely forgot that Mark Briscoe tagged with them in a trios match. (laughs) Gave you a wink and a nod about it. Um, Thought that match was absolutely phenomenal. Just an insane tag ladder match. It was a reach for the sky ladder match. Like it was an incredible show. Um, Love the Lucha Brothers winning. Love the passing of the torch with the belts to another team of brothers and the Lucha Brothers winning. If they're not doing a ton in the AEW main roster, like who's going to make young growing tag teams look incredible more than the Lucha Brothers. Like it is such a great call. I love, love, love that. Samoa Joe beating Mark. While the, the feel good moment would have been great of both of the kind of downer moments This one felt a little bit more story-driven because there was a moment where I literally, I just started crying because Mark went to tag his brother. Like, and when he reached for it, I was, I was like a mess. Like it was really, really sincerely emotional. Um, And I, I think part of the haziness around that is like, I don't know if Mark Briscoe is going to be working in AEW or ROH full time. Like he got signed to AEW ROH is now up and running, but they were getting they were up and running with taped episodes, right? So um, maybe he didn't win because they just want him in AEW or whatever. Like, there's a lot of possibilities there. Eddie not winning versus Claudio felt like a... You could very easily argue they were both swings and misses, but that felt like a real swing and a miss. That felt like a real swing and a miss because of a few things. One, Eddie Kingston quit AEW to come here, right? Number two the story really felt like it called for it and that um, this was Eddie Kingston acting differently now. And what I really liked about Eddie Kingston, like pointing back to the title, it was, it was nothing like Jeremy Lambert. Like if Jeremy Lambert were here right now, like the peace of mind I would give him because. Uh, trash. Oh, oh my God, he's here. So. Say his name and he appears. You're basically Joe Hendry, Jeremy. How are you? What do you guys want to talk about? 
Can you drop a verse to California? No, don't do it. Not here. I was going to say, can you can you bust out a little Tupac for us? Y'all know me. It's the same old G, but I've been low-key, headed on by Mosi's with no cheese. There you go. Good Killing stuff. it. Killing the yeah. game. Hi, Jeremy. Dr. Dre. You know, we had Tupac. We had Snoop. I'll throw some Dre in there for everybody. I love it. Good stuff. How are you? Hi. I'm tired. I'm so me tired. Too. Yeah. <laughs> How are imagine. you guys holding up? pretty okay today today is a busy day but the whole week's been busy so light at the end of the tunnel right because once we get past monday it'll be a little bit lighter and then hopefully things start to let it's, up until it's uh, so not a light at the end of the tunnel because it all just begins again tomorrow yeah. Joel. No, exactly <laughs> no it doesn't i don't know what you're talking about nothing starts tomorrow when when day. jay white shows up on raw tomorrow night Oof. like that that's gonna be absolutely insane koto bushi is gonna show up as well which i don't think enough people are talking about that abushi is just gonna uh show up and dance atop the ecw arena like come on i want to lay a <laughs> Katsuyara Shibata is going to be there. Katsuyara is going to show up title and toss it in the trash and say, the only pure wrestling is world wrestling entertainment. And then that'll be, that'll be the jump could off. You, um, could you imagine a Shibata versus Austin Theory match? <laughs> I'm all for it. I don't know. I want Shibata versus Cody Rhodes is what I need. No, Shibata doesn't want that smoke. He doesn't want that smoke at all. No. The man's brain was out on the table. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, true. You guys want to talk about fucking vegetables? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> you want to talk about cinnamon toast crunch? Oh, that no. was a good. That was that was a good spot. Bless the cinnamon toast crunch people. <laughs> they got a mascot out there and everything. I actually just rewatched uh, Ray's entrance. What a fantastic entrance! It was I a great show that. last night. It, it was, was a great show last night. It was really strong. Put it over it was... too. Vicky loved the uh, the entrance. Vicky Guerrero was was putting over the uh, the Rey Mysterio entrance and putting Eddie up on the screen for the when they played the Los Guerreros theme. I think it was really good. I imagine like I mean maybe she didn't need to sign off on it. I'm sure she supported it either way because she's always been supportive of, of the Mysterio family and everything they've done with Eddie's yeah. name. But I imagine the the Ray at least like had to like message be like hey we're thinking about doing this and Vicky was probably like, yes of course like go for it. I I don't know that for certain, but Ray seems like the type of person that would certainly do that once this idea was concocted. Judging oh, by yeah. the induction from Conan, it seems like Ray Mysterio will call you if like you trip and fall on the ice. Like he just seems <laughs> like that kind of guy. And that's a good thing. I'm not yeah. saying that in a negative way. I just he seems very much like uh yeah, he seems like that kind of person. She also Rams like had rules. tweeted that she was so excited about the whole like LWO angle with the because they had that photo shoot picture of Santos Escobar and Zelina and everything. Um, and she tweeted like so much support out there. It made me really, really happy to see. I wish she was not under AEW contract. Like I wish she could have been there um, as a part she of it because I think that would have been really special. She could have showed up, right? She should have just her contract ends in July. What are they going to do? Fire. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I just showed up. Forget it's it. True. Just just take take the hit on that one. Paul's got the money. Just throw it at yeah. throw it at Tony. Yeah. Uh, he's he's he probably he's probably mad about the uh, William Regal stuff, so he doesn't want to get yeah. it. Yeah, he didn't want to talk about that one, but uh, uh, uh all right, let's let's talk about bleeping vegetables because uh <laughs> RJ City had Brian Danielson on Hate You and You It Was actually it was a great I, I'm like three quarters through it and oh, you so uh you gave us our number one newsworthy article for next week. 
Oh, it's just going to be all, all five of them are going to be from this. That was just the one of <laughs> there's more coming, Joel. I've got at least three. One's already run. I've got definitely two more. And once I listen back, back to it, I'm sure I will pull back uh, a couple more because, oh, man. So, so good. Without giving it away, did you do one specifically to pop a co-host of yours? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure which one you're you're referring to. Can you leave it in the private chat? Absolutely, I can. Okay. So talk to me about vegetables and why we did. Now this is suddenly an episode of Newsworthy Live. Sorry, Kate. Yeah, why, sorry, well, Kate. Why did we oh, put it in the private chat. Oh, <laughs> you can see the private chat. It's like baseball on your own chat. I you can see, see the private chat. You act like you don't have access to this. You got like inside jokes. Have no- oh, oh yeah. Who who's my co-host that likes that? SP3 hates, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't, I don't know SP3's views on, on that show. <laughs> Literally I mean, this morning, there's an entire oh, show going on right now. Joel, I've listened to about three Roman Reigns interviews, uh, you know, more Rhea Ripley, more Sammy and Kevin. I don't have time to keep up what's going on on Twitter. I've been, I've been uh, DMing with RJ City about this interview as well. Okay. Uh, if you want me to peel back the curtain really, really far here, me and RJ City are having productive discussions about me potentially being the next guest on Hate You. So just wow. everybody get get ready for that one. It's not true. Can he send you a t-shirt? Like, just, why haven't you had a t-shirt yet? He's interviewing Brian Danielson. He's going to interview you. All right. You know what? No, no one watches. Let's go. No one watches. No one watches this show, right? Everyone. Kate, Kate brought up the t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Before you say something you might regret, let's not forget that we are typically the number one viewed show on this channel. Recently. Yeah. I'm views. Don't forget that. Yeah, that that's I, true. I'm, you I'm are. Views. You are. So okay. uh, watch yourself. No, no, no. It's nothing. It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. Okay. No one watches this show. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I did have a, a message with RJ City and I I apologized and I was like I, first off I praised him for the interview and then I apologized. I was like, yeah, sorry, you're gonna see that Danielson uh that Danielson image a lot on your timeline this week because I just got a lot of articles. And he's like, as long as Sean gives me some some ad sale money from this and I wanted to message back, can you get me a t shirt? <laughs> like, can yeah, you just I- get me a t shirt? <laughs> Get this man a t-shirt. So many people are going to start. money, this fella. <laughs> people are going to start tweeting RJ City and being like, "Give Jeremy the t-shirt." No, nah, yes. I didn't. I didn't message. I didn't message him that. No, no one do that. Now I feel bad. Can we edit this? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> uh, we're live, pal. <laughs> Get in trouble. Sorry, sorry, RJ. RJ's great. Oh, Jeremy, He's what were your highlights from night one of WrestleMania? Uh, I listened to. Uh, Enzo Amore talk about his MLW contract during night one of WrestleMania. That was fantastic. Uh, Drew McIntyre did not talk about his contract. Oh, was I supposed to like watch the show? I'm sorry. I just listen to interviews all day. I don't actually like watch wrestling. It's whatever your experience is. Right. (laughs) Nah, the the main event, the main event was great, right? Like that ruled that, that was, that was absolutely fantastic. Every legitimately everything on the show last night, I thought was good to to great to like peak professional wrestling including what was peak professional wrestling in the the worst possible way of jonathan cena brings out make a wish kids and he loses to austin theory what 
what are we doing? I, I tweeted this, but for those who don't follow me on Twitter, please don't. Like the kids got to watch John Cena's entrance last night and they went to bed. The first thing they asked me this morning was like, did John Cena win? Like, no, he didn't. But they, they brought out those kids and they had him lose. <laughs> yes, that's what they did. Those those kids, their wish was to see John Cena win and they he lost. Yes, that that's what happened last night. These kids were so upset. I was I was working and they come into the room and they're just like, are you writing about how terrible WWE is for their decision to have John Cena lose? I was like, no, not not this particular article. I'm actually writing about a man who might fuck vegetables right now, but I'll get to John Cena uh, losing here in a second. That was the conversation I have with uh, my kids. Uh, I can't believe they had John Cena lose. Can't I can. I just I love that he does the drive by make a wish. Those kids are so excited. They probably they were all like sequestered into a room where they showed them a different Cena match where he wins, and then they let them out after the match just to be like, ah, look, John Cena won, and everyone else is just like, all right, what's next? There's a stadium of definitely exactly eighty thousand people plus. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 80, 80, that were booing. No, no, they, that was weird. Into rooms. They, no, they put the Make a Wish kids into a specific room with with like proper sound protection, and they played like John Cena versus Rusev from WrestleMania 31. And they're like, "Who's that big guy with the tank?" And they're like, "Don't worry about it." Bad, bad call to do that. Bad John John Cena that. John Cena great gave great energy during this match too of hey kids if you know if you've been told you're about to lose and like you can't change this don't even bother trying like I bless John yeah. Cena for giving that energy <laughs> respect like, don't respect. even bother trying if you're told that you're gonna fail <laughs> exactly exactly uh, it, it kind of lines up with what they did in NXT where it was like. Roxanne Perez was going to be in this title match to overcome her anxiety, and then she lost. That is a whole other can of worms. Great ladder match. That outcome was just Shawn Michaels being like, oh, the internet thinks they know, huh? Wrestling. Wrestling. At least tonight, we get the, the great Cody Rhodes becoming the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Are you excited? Is everybody excited for this? I don't know your thoughts on this, Kate. Are you excited for Cody Devontae Rhodes winning the title and dethroning Roman Reigns? I'm more excited for what's to come than I am actually for... I'm excited for the bloodline to be finished up. I'm, I haven't been like as bought into the build, but I'm very excited to have like Cody Rhodes be a champion, to have a babyface champion because we haven't had it in three years. I kind of felt like too much of this build was like, my dad, <laughs> like it was a lot of daddy uh, issues. And I my really dad, <laughs> my dad. Um, and I, I felt like it was really weird that they had a mentor at 30 at the rumble. Like it felt so kind of, um, it, it felt like it, it cheapened it for me. I thought the actual segments between him and Roman were great. I thought Heyman worked his ass off to make this work. But for me, it kind of feels like I would rather have. <laughs> Speaking, I, oh speaking no. of, it's, like it's a so oh my, we got to catch this man dancing here. Mm. Let's go. Look at How's this going, man. everybody? How's it going, everyone? Who needs Who's the ready? I mean, the weekender's right here. <laughs> oh, you don't need, no, no weekender today. Probably not until like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. I got to do a lot of catching up. Don't you? Adrenaline. 
Jensen's here. Oh, let's <laughs> He'll go. watch Cody and have a beer. I don't know. What's, yeah. what's up, my guy? Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Before, before Jensen goes on an absolute tirade about everything that's going to happen tonight, which I'm looking forward to, uh, I do want to say this. I am a big fan within this build of these two not touching throughout the whole thing. Like that, that is that yeah. is a Cody channeling his daddy and being like, we're going to do this old school. And Paul's just like, yes, we are. And Roman's like, why, why wouldn't we talk? I think it's adorable. You think that was a Cody choice and it's just Roman not coming to work. <laughs> no, it's 100%, 100% a Cody being like, Dad would have wanted it this way. Yeah. And Paul. It wasn't Paul that King. Roman was on two weeks of this build. <laughs> they could have done something on Friday where he spears Cody out of his boots and is just like, you'll never win these titles. And Cody's just like, oh, my ribs, I'm going to win. Nah, no, Cody. I, I Cody ain't taking no L's. No L's. <laughs> Cody no. Rhodes. He beat during this build. Look, I, so I respect your opinions on Cody Rhodes, but I don't know why I would listen to you when we have certified Cody Rhodes expert Steven Jensen here to talk about this. I just wanted to get it out there before he goes on his thing. Go for it. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just tweeting out that I'm, that I'm on this thing. So, so more people can listen you. about Cody. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. You got Church of Joshi, and now you got Church of Cody today. There you go. Oh man, so this is a big day, everybody. It's a very big day. Um, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Uh, everybody, filter in. Everybody, everybody who who needs to hear more about Cody. What have y'all okay. talked about so far on the show? Everyone liked night one of WrestleMania. I thought does it, it really matter? Show. Does it does it matter, Jensen? <laughs> like it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, matter. here we go. Do you want me to go on a full on? Um, all right. So give us the goods, man. Let's go. All right, let's go. I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a little background into my mindset today. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get real here as well. All right. So all right, here we go. It's gonna start off very somber, but we're gonna build. We're gonna build here. Story time with Steven Jensen, baby. All right. May twenty second, two thousand and two. My mother, Penny Jensen, passed away from breast cancer on my fourteenth birthday. That's a true story. That really actually happened. Fast forward a few months, I joined my high school wrestling team because I need to do something to get my mind off what's going on in my life because going through some hard times. The captain of that high school wrestling team was someone named Cody Runnels. Guy two years older than me. Guy I was able to look up to, guy my friends look up to, and a guy I got to watch win multiple state championships in high school wrestling. Fast forward to his WWE time, OVW, I, I follow all of that. I'm in, I'm in college. Me and my buddies, my buddies from the high school wrestling team, we're living together now in college. We're watching Cody we're following his OVW run. We're, we're, we're on his MySpace. Listen to his, his My Lady Peace background music on his MySpace page. We're listening to Saliva on his, on his MySpace page. And we're, we're sitting there watching and waiting. We're, we're hearing about Sean Spears and his tag team and him becoming a Grand Slam cha- champion in OVW. And then we all get together. Me and all my buddies from the team, we all get together. We see Cody Rhodes debut on WWE Raw against Randy Orton. We're celebrating. It's amazing, right? Fast forward years. I'm sitting there frustrated. Cody is better than this, right? He's better than just the mid card. He's better than just dashing and then undashing, which was very underrated, by the way. The brown bags and the the, the great gimmick should have went way farther. Brings back the old Intercontinental Championship. People forget that. Right? that just like he's going to bring back the Wayne Deagle Championship once he wins this later tonight. So there's, there's a lot of continuity and a lot of this that's going on here. Keep going forward. Cody... 
He's not getting what he wants. He becomes Stardust. People don't realize. Stardust wasn't a WWE creation. There were people in high school back when I knew him that called him Stardust as a joke. It was it was a thing forever ago. Stardust was not a WWE creation. That what, what they did to Stardust by making a mini gold dust, that was a WWE creation. That's what Cody didn't like. But Stardust itself, that was a name that was from forever ago. May 22nd, 2016. My birthday, once again. Cody Rhodes quits the WWE. So this dude quits the company on my birthday. And I'm sitting there going, now what? Now what? Because Cody was like one of my biggest reasons I was still watching wrestling. And he had never had an indie run. People don't, people don't, for, you know, people forget that. You know, just straight OVW right into WWE. Never had a run in the indies. So I don't know what this is going to look like. Are the fans going to gonna take to him? Where is he going to work? Where is he going to wrestle? He becomes that he is the forbidden door. He went out there. He didn't sign contracts other places. He went to Impact. He went to Ring of Honor. He went to New Japan. He worked all these independent promotions. And then what did he do? He starts AEW by way of All In and AEW starting along with Tony Khan and his friends. They form, in my opinion, the best wrestling promotion in the world, All Elite Wrestling. And now he's back, and this is where we're at. This dude is about to win a championship belt that his dad never won, who I got to meet multiple times. For people who don't know, Dusty Rhodes was at all of Cody's matches growing up. He was right there. He and Something else people need to know about Dusty Rhodes is this dude was just like every other parent. He was cooking up hot dogs at concessions with our parents. He was pulling ticket subs with other parents. He was just like everyone else just wanted to be just like everyone else's dad, even though he was a god in our area. Everybody knows who Dusty Rhodes is, especially in Atlanta, Georgia. So he would bring people like Diamond Dallas Page to our matches. He would bring people like, you know, we'd have all these WCW people around. I got to witness him versus Xavier Woods in high school. By the way, I have um, VHS tapes that I'm going to start going through. Um, I'm going to get a converter soon. I might be able to find some really sweet Cody Rhodes wrestling matches that y'all have never seen before. I got to watch this guy train in our wrestling annex in high school, dropping knees on people. And me and my buddies sitting there as, as sophomores and, and, and freshmen in high school going, this guy's going to be WWE champion one day. So I've been waiting for 20 years for this dude to accomplish what he's about to accomplish tonight. If this doesn't happen, I'm never watching WWE product ever again for the rest of my life. It's over. It's done with. But this is, as a Minnesota Vikings fan who never gets to win Super Bowls, as somebody who never gets to win anything ever, it really feels like, Cody Rhodes tonight... This is a giant win for me. It's a giant win for his family. He gets to finally fulfill the, the, this destiny that he's he's honestly been been out to, to set for his entire life. Like, this is bigger than wrestling. This is bigger than WWE and championships. Um, th- this, is, uh, this is huge for me as a wrestling fan. This is wrestling peaking for me after 30-plus years. This is the biggest moment for me as a wrestling fan tonight. So... That's why I came on here because I am very, very excited for tonight. How do you guys feel? Do y'all who who out there who who out there in the chat's actually going? Roman Reigns is going to get a thousand days. It's all about the thousand days for Roman Reigns. It ain't happening. Cody's winning the title tonight. It is happening tonight. Jeremy's the one. Sean Ross Sav just retweeted the Cody Rhodes tweet from April 2nd, 2018 to one Glenn Gilberti, the infamous stop, you know nothing, 
You have drawn zero dollars. No fan has ever left the show <laughs> thinking about you. You were lucky to be juiced up, double life, or over with the boys type in an era where you had hidden plain sight, coasting on other success. Couldn't hang then, couldn't get booked now. Happy anniversary to that tweet for me. Yeah. Happy anniversary to that tweet. Really good one. Cody, Jeremy, you're still sitting there with your one up in the air. There's something about this dude's family, Jeremy, man. So I, I swear, I don't, I don't get it. So Jeremy just, where, where's, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna bury my wife here. No, you? because I feel like we're on the same page now. She's got to be ro rooting for Cody tonight. Like she, I, she, I, the Sammy thing's the Sammy thing, but we got to be over that by now. Look at what he did last night. Sammy got his moment. It happened. Okay, now we're on to Cody. I acknowledge my tribal chief, and I think he should win, and he should never lose this championship because this run has been fantastic. His interviews are better than what Cody does when he, I don't know if anybody watched the Ariel Hawani interview, but when Hawani was like, Montreal, this is a special night. Rome's like, not for you. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Roman is the best. This man should never, ever lose. I cannot wait for him to blow Roadie, uh, Cody, a kiss. You can't the, wait for him beginning. to blow Cody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, someone clips that. She got weird. Yeah. I was trying to make that make yeah. that clippable. You're welcome. Can't <laughs> wait for him to to send uh, Cody a kiss. Can't wait for him to talk that shit in the ring. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. I don't. Nah, want tonight, Jensen. You finish the story. Yeah. Right. You don't yes. extend it to okay, thousand okay. days. You finish the story. It's not extended until Saudi Arabia for a a fake milestone. Night one happened the way it did. It's going to affect night two of the main event, which I think is awesome. Like, that's actually something that is underrated, is if you're going to have a two-night WrestleMania to have the events of night one's main event affect night two, I think is a really healthy call. Tonight is Jensen's night and also yes. a little bit Cody Rhodes's night, but it's Jensen's <laughs> night tonight. Listen, I feel like I'm Randy Marsh preparing for Stan's Little League baseball games right now. Like oh, I'm fight somebody in the stands. Yeah. Who are you no. fighting in the stands? No, no. Like this is like like I'm like I'm competing he's, tonight. He's like I'm yeah. I had to wake up this morning and put a bunch of eggs into a cup and then scramble them and drink a beer this yeah, morning to get ready. Who Dude. who is the bat dad that's gonna fight? Steven Jensen. Oh, they're out there. Dude. They're, you know who they are? The bat dads of the world are the Uncle Howdy marks that flood <laughs> the comments and everything that I, I do. That, those are the, those are the, but, uh, LA Knight. I, I've, I have, I have a real night also. Yeah. Yeah. I have, oh, I can't believe you hate LA Knight. Just that, that's a, that's a very great comment. This listen, I think, I think, I no, listen, yeah. listen, I think, I think LA Knight, like he, he was Andre battle Royal, uh, SmackDown before mania. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Steven Jensen's DMs with LA Night GIFs right now. Yeah. I got a real, yeah. I got a real question for you, Jensen, because we're probably okay. not going to talk about it on Thursday when we do the big victory lap. Uh, yeah. How did you feel about Cody rapping "California Love" as the go home promo? Because I legitimately think this is up there with all time great go home segments. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you think I thought about it? <laughs> I didn't know we were shooting, cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cody, man. Yeah, he's... What? I mean... No, this was so good. Yeah, no, when I think of great go-home segments, it's Austin Beer Bash, Austin Rock Cheers, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson beating up all members of Evolution, 
CM Punk taking out The Undertaker. That was a great segment. That was great. And Cody Rhodes being out on bail, fresh out of jail, <laughs> California dreaming. Soon as he steps on the scene, hearing Hoochie screaming. Yeah. All time great awesome. go home moments. It was awesome. It really was. I, all I can think about is the, um, that, uh, that like album cover thing from years ago where it was like him with like brandy in the background oh, and stuff. Say, uh, yeah, yeah. The maker say, yeah, that's like all I could think about. That's was, all the uh, public enemies pod jumped on that one yeah. right away. Oh, did they? That's yeah, oh, <laughs> this um, man, this man rules so much. Cody Rhodes does. I, I don't yeah. a bit with the Roman thing. I do like Roman as well. Cody Rhodes rules so much with how much he just wants to like pop himself and get his shit in. Very relatable. Love it. Absolutely love it. Drew with the super chat. Thank you, Drew. All of this to Jensen, please. That was amazing. Please join us on the watch along for the main event. If you can't, I want to see your reaction. Jensen, I know you're, you didn't you say you had some friends coming for the show? Yeah. Well, actually one of my friends got COVID, so he won't be coming, but I do, I know my brother's coming and probably another friend or two, but either way, I think, uh, either, I mean, I, I don't care if I'm watching this by myself. I mean, this is, it'd probably better if I watch it by myself, honestly, because this is going to be, I mean, crying either way. And don't, don't gloss past the whole, um, all this to Jensen, please. That's 20 bucks. to uh, your show, pal. Never heard of it. Just because you're in the big window doesn't mean it's the pay window. Okay. 20, 20, 20 bucks. Thank you, Drew. I have a tip jar on, uh, on my, on my Twitter as well. Um, but, uh, sorry if I got COVID, but I'm glad that you're going to get COVID. Oh, thank you. That was, that was contagious, my friend. Oh, that's, uh, no, that's no, that's. But I already like Kate like a lot, but that's mega bonus points on that. Jesus, yeah, that was awesome. Oh um, something else I need to bring up, and this is like not to get too sappy, but I know y'all are talking about you know a babyface champion again with Cody before I came on here, which I think is important because you know Roman has been incredible in his role, and like I'm I've never not said like nothing I'm saying about all this pro Cody stuff is anti-Roman at all. It's just that at a certain point, the stars align and you're three years into a, a, a title run and like someone's got to do it and you've passed up on the Sammy thing. So it's like, if not Cody, you're really screwed. Like, cause who, then who else? And who do you build to this kind of point again? So on and so forth. Plus Cody's just the right guy for a lot of reasons. And a big part of it is that whole babyface champion thing, because it's been a long time since they've had that. And really, like, to, like, a, like to, to the level they wanted at, you know, they haven't had, like, their Hogan or, like, their Cena-level guy as a babyface in a long time. And Cody is, like, their real opportunity, I think, to do that. Not just because of, like, his actual in-ring skill and his, like, ability on the show and everything, but he's a genuinely good human being. Like, I can honestly definitively say this. Like by knowing him and knowing those around him, I'm close to the nightmare fa- uh, factory or in family, whatever you want to call it. Like when I do indie shows around here and stuff, like I know a lot of the people, a lot of people that are Cody Rhodes adjacent. There's a lot of really good people that he's around and that he helps. And, and, and it's one of those things where like in wrestling, it sucks getting attached to people often because you find out, you know, you know about them over time stuff happening this weekend as a matter of fact to people i looked up to for a very long time and you're like you know but i know cody i i know cody isn't that guy and he never will be like i can honestly definitively know like he's someone kids can look up to a wwe audience for for as much as we talk about wrestling to people as, as adults like 
it's really way more about for the WWE, the kids, like having that role model and the, and, and the, the kids that want to go to the shows and bring their, their family to the shows and sell all those tickets and become fans for life, hopefully at like a young age. And a big, a massive part of that is having someone you can really look up to as a kid. And I think Cody Rhodes is like a really, really good role model and, and example. Um, in all honesty, like four kids, like he's a really good person. So, um, so I think that's a big part of it too. And I think that's a big part of it why when they brought him back, I mean, it, it's all, it all goes together. You don't, you don't just choose to this guy to, like they, they have been very methodical, so methodical in fact that they had to go outside of their own company to find the guy to beat Roman to, to do all this with. Like they couldn't build it themselves, which is pretty wild. So now it's going to be on them from Cody going forward to find the next guy. But for the next few years, it's Cody. And what's cool about Roman is now if he's going to be more part-time, which I don't know if he is or not, but if he's going to be, he's way more at like a Brock Lesnar level now anyway. He's, a, he's an attraction. He's a guy who's had a close to 1,000-day title run. He's, he's a made man forever in the WWE, so it doesn't matter. Like, he's set. Um, if The Rock ever wants to come back, you can always do The Rock versus Roman, and it's always going to draw money. Like, you have – and look at this stuff that Cody can do as champion. All these people he's never wrestled before – so, but, I, but the, the human being thing, I think needs to really be stressed. Cause I know, I know people will take their jabs at him and stuff. And there's certain things about him that I'm sure make him unlikable to people. And not everyone's going to be for everyone. I, I get all that, but this dude got booed out of his own damn company, which is insane to me. And it's really good to see people actually accepting him. And I know once again, he's a, he's a good human being. He's a good role model for these kids. So once upon a time, Roman Reigns said, I do what I'm told and hope to get rich. I think he had that prophecy come filled. And now Cody is going around the media and saying, I want to be WWE champion because my dad never did it. So everybody wins in this case is how I'm seeing it. And if you want to get Roman to a thousand days, the only way that you make it work is you go to Saudi Arabia and he does King of the Ring. And he says, I'm going to win King of the Ring, but I'm going to defend my title against everyone. And I'm going to be the King of the Ring. And that's how you do a thousand days. But then he drops the title in the final to the King of the Ring and world champion and that's an awful idea so just have cody win the title tonight <laughs> yeah yeah jensen yeah, jensen yeah jensen you mentioned the kids and cody's got to do it for the kids and everything didn't you learn last night who gives a shit about the kids the make a wish kids were out there oh and john cena lost oh, who cares what the kids want? sure bracelet real quick here you know um who, yeah who cares? um when when you have when you have oh. a top heel a heel at the top of their game like a roman reigns like an austin theory when you have the the present of the business like roman reigns when you have the future of the business like austin theory doesn't matter what the kids want you put all your investment in that you put all your investment into two generational talents, Roman Reigns and Austin Theory. Okay, I oh, thought we were gonna talk more about this whole like Cena losing after like, coming out with the kids. That was one up. Strange. You put one up and you put a town down. That's the present, that's the future, baby. Are you trying yeah. to insinuate that Austin Theory is going to... And then you go, middle finger to the kids. Oh, that's... <laughs> Are you trying to say Austin hey. Theory is going to lead the bloodline? Is that where we're going? Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, yeah what? I saw someone like, out I there... I love a ref. Aren't you a believer now? Fucking 
I love seeing all the people on Twitter with all their like theories too of all this. So I've seen people out there that are like, they think Cody is going to like align with Paul Heyman. And stuff. I'm like, why would, like, why, why would you think that that's going to happen? Shout out to PW uh, Torch callers because that's all they want to talk about on the SmackDown. Really? I will that's actually, so I, I will pose this question to the group because the show has just gone off the rails with Jensen's like, I'm more Sorry. invested in Cody Rhodes than I've ever been because of Jensen, not because of creative. I'll pose a question to you guys. What is next for Paul Heyman? I think you could do something really fun with Solo Sokoa. I also feel like a Paul Heyman run with Julius Creed is what I would personally do. I feel like Julius Creed could be, um, you know, Pulowski said it. He was like, Julius Creed is the closest thing I've seen in ring to early Brock Lesnar in his like, not obviously in stature, but like explosiveness and speed and strength. It's ridiculous. He's not the best on the mic. NXT doesn't give you the best stuff on the mic. So maybe it's not that fair of a test. But I feel like you could have Paul Heyman actually make a new star if you don't like Curtis Axel that shit. Okay, hear me out. Paul Heyman manages Karrion Cross. Well, no. no. So Joel's Ooh. wrong. Uh, Jeremy, no. what, do you, what, are your, what do you think is okay, next so- for Paul Heyman? All right, th- this is a legitimate answer, by the way. I'm not going to troll for once. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I know. What did I do? God, Are right? you okay? I don't know. No, because I, I have a legitimate, I, I have an actual thought on this and not a trolling thought. A, a kind of sort of trolling thought would be like, hey, it'd be cool to see Paul Heyman with like Chad Gable because I really like Chad Gable. And like, I, that, I think that'd be a good pairing. Here is like a thing that I could literally like actually envision Paul Heyman uh, kind of doing. And that's Paul. Everyone wants to do like, oh, future, future, like build, build the next star and everything. Like, so uh, draw says creeds, bra and solo. Like, okay, yeah, that's like future kind of people. Heyman rarely attaches himself to like future people. Lesnar was the exception, and then that, then everyone just like thought that. But like, look at the other successes of Heyman. CM Punk already very established. Roman Reigns, not established at this, like at this character, but still very established, like in the company and as the face of the company, right? You know where Paul Heyman like really hasn't gone, hasn't gone to the female side. Who's the most established female? Charlotte Flair. Under Rousey. Paul Heyman, Charlotte Flair. A legitimate idea of, of Paul Heyman, Charlotte Flair. Cause I don't know if this is what he wants to do. We know history, Flair family, all this kind of stuff. But like, if you want to throw him over on the female side, I think Charlotte Flair makes some sense of like, you can actually build her into, she wants stories, right? She doesn't just want title after title after title. Sure. But like putting Paul Heyman with her is a, I think a good story. Well, am I going to like freak out over it? No, but I, it's something different. So that's my legitimate. What should Paul Heyman do answer? I think that, and actually to Joel's point, I think they had a huge opportunity to do that when Ronda Rousey came in. Yeah, that would have made so much sense. But now I feel like they missed. We're talking about that as yeah, I was definitely one of the people talking about that at that time. But I think that ship has sailed. Like I, I agree. Like it maybe should have happened, but I think that ship's completely. Because again, look at Mm -hmm. look at Roman Reigns. So many years later. We just did it. It took eight years, you know, and now we've got Roman and Paul, and it worked. Could it work? But like I don't. Rhonda and Shayna Baszler as a tag team with Paul Heyman. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that just feels goes weird. away because just like hot potato, the, the hot potato tag team championships down in NXT in the women's division, it's the same up on the main the main roster. You know, the tag team championships mean nothing. You, the, you raise the, a good point. Paul Heyman and Roxanne Perez. 
There it is. Yeah, yeah let's go. Year, years from now, years from now, if it was, uh, I mean, if if it was, if it was possible, now it just isn't. But um, Paul Heyman and Jade Cargill would be money. I think. Oh. Like, like I think. Like I, like, I think Sterling is a lawyer and a Jew. No, I love, I love, I love Smart Mark, but, um, but I've always, I've, I'm with Jeremy. Like I've, I've wanted to see Heyman with the female talent for a while. Like Rousey would have made perfect sense when it, when she came in, but uh, there's no one else that really sticks out to me that like, I don't know. I'm probably even thinking of people on like Level Up that I watch often. That, um, no Level Up, nobody watches. No, I know, but I watch it. But I'm just saying, like, Carl Fredericks. Oh, I'm trying to, dude. I love Carl Fre- or, um, uh, Eddie, Thorpe. Um, Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Thorpe. Yes, yeah. he's actually, dude. He. It looks like. I mean, he could be a real star in that system. I honestly believe that. Paul Heyman um, and Miles Bourne. Miles Bourne, dude. Miles Bourne could be a big star, also. Oh, honestly. I agree. Those like, they're, 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 they actually have some good talent there, like Malik Blade and uh, Idris Enofe. Like, those guys are good. Like, you know, they've gotten a lot better, you know, like that system actually works um, or that's worked for what they've needed it to work for. In my opinion, I don't really watch like the NXT weekly show, but I watched the, um, I watched Santa deliver the other day. Like it was good, you know, like Carmelo Hayes. I liked him as Christian Casanova. Like he looks like he's gotten a lot better even since then. Like, um, Braun Breaker looks about the same though. That That's a little concerning. Um, what do they do with Braun Breaker? Is he he's like getting called up? Probably, I'm guessing that's that's what's about to happen. But but it's gonna be a pretty big sink or swim, right? I mean, like he doesn't seem like he's that. He seems like okay to me. I don't know. Like he gets his dad in line is what he needs to do. Well, that's a whole other thing. But that, but that's also not his fault either. Like I can't blame it's him not. for what his dad's saying. So but I can't. I'm still gonna oh. call out Rick Steiner for that's his, fine. Oh that, yeah, that, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, the jealous Shaw stuff is like that's that's there's no. You know, I, I agree about that for sure, but I also I can't I can't lump Braun into that if he has nothing to do with that. But but his his actual matches, like I feel like I don't know, like I also haven't seen a whole lot of him. So I but I know there was a lot of hype around him. Um, he looks okay, but he doesn't look that much better than like when I was first started seeing him. It feels like so he got like in this really unfortunate booking cycle that I think affected his in ring, like the stuff that they did he did some really good stuff with Ziggler and then they threw him into that Joe Gacy storyline and that was terrible and like, all I'm saying is that when I kidnapped his dad I should have <laughs> you should have that was nice. you were right there. all you had to yeah. do was not was, let him out yes yeah. I was yeah. right Joel Gacy not your best work um yeah. but he I mean, if he, if you watched like, him yesterday oh. you see like um there was remarkable, like marked improvement, I think, because he was okay. wrestling like one style match, and then he had a couple of good ones, like against Tyler Bate and JD McDonough and the Carmella one. Like, if you've been watching him, you saw him doing different stuff against Carmella, like emptying emptying his toolbox a little bit more than you had before. He's super explosive. I think he'll actually do better on the main roster because I feel like it's just a better environment for a wrestler like him like nxt yeah, gets so wacky that. sometimes i think it there's some wrestlers who are like just never gonna thrive in the chaos i think carmelo hayes is someone who has risen above all of the weirdness that's gotten thrown at him like he's he's remarkable so we'll see i think people yeah. are gonna be surprised by how big he isn't like he's a really big dude in nxt but he's like 510 when he goes up to oh, the yeah. main roster he's not gonna look like this big imposing beast so i think that that's gonna be a little bit of 
a perspective well, change for people. Like Drake Williams is pretty good too. Like I've seen a lot of him in level up. Like I've actually watched more of him in the WWE system than I've seen Carmelo Hayes in the WWE system, which is kind of crazy. I've seen more of Carmelo Hayes overall because of like pre WWE, but like I, uh, I like because Trick Trick's pretty big and he and he can move around pretty well. Um, and he's getting better too. And what it's funny because like I can talk about level up all day because I I cover it for the weekender, but I don't watch like the weekly show, so no it's one. like kind of weird for people to hear me talk about NXT, I guess. But no one um, wants to hear about this. level up. No well, here and we'll hear about this. You know, yeah, I saw you put a pop there. Let's Mar- go, Marcus Ryan, <laughs> Heyman versus Yoshi, or uh, with Yoshihiko. Yoshihiko, look at I can't say the damn thing. Let's that tag it. team match was fire with Yoshihiko. Then Cole Radrick versus Yoshihiko one on one other night. But this isn't the weekender, okay? This is Kate and Joel call it in the ring. All right, let's yeah. Yoshiko sign <laughs> sign Titus Alexander and put Heyman with Titus Alexander. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. You know, you know, okay, you know who's great on NXT once again, great pre-WWE, but I love seeing given all the circumstances, how well this dude's doing, Wesley. Like that is great to see. Yes. Like, yeah, he is killing it in the ring. I loved his uh his entrance with like they, they make him seem like a big deal. Uh, they make him seem like a big deal with that title belt. And, um, dude, with, like, he was going to come in with, with all three rascals. And, like, you know, that didn't happen. And then Carter's out. And then it's, like, what's going to happen? And then, like, I, I, it's really good to see because that guy's awesome. Like, that guy could be big money for the WWE long term, I think. The you other, know who I think is great? rascals are doing well. They're running their own is this, uh, Yeah, for sure. But but I'm just saying, like, there was clearly different plans for Wesley and NXT than like what's currently happening. Like they had to pivot big time and he it was gonna be a big sink or swim, and he's done he's done awesome, it looks like. So I'm really happy to see that. Yeah. I think this uh this Cody Rhodes kid is pretty awesome. What do you think, Jensen? Yeah, I mean, y'all know my thoughts on Cody. I'll go on a gigantic victory victory lap on uh on Thursday. Um <sighs> You should you just wait until you see this thumbnail that I have Gisberto working on for this show. Oh, wonderful! I have such a wonderful. Nice I have I have a, a grand surprise for you with this thumbnail. See, oh, Jessica. thank you. Might have other you have surprises. I don't know. Thursday's way away. Uh, might have, might have a major announcement. Yeah, a lot of so, surprises. So. Yeah, a lot of the huge huge announcements, huge surprises. Yeah. I get it. Um, okay, here's the, here's the big question tonight. Um, do we see KSI versus Bobby Lashley? Versus have you, Bobby Lashley. Have you? <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me. KSI no. called out Bobby Lashley on socials. I'm just. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not talking about I, that here. Dickhead. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. Like you know, y'all don't. Yeah, y'all don't want to. <laughs> Yo, y'all got a big KSI with, Logan Paul. Logan, well, dab, actually, dab, I, actually, I'm, Low gang. I, um, I'm actually uh I'm actually not a big KSI fan. Oh. Um Low gang though. Yeah, I'm a Maverick. Um You're a fan of that talk about, genre. Can we talk what? about how Logan Paul and KSI did an entire side story on Logan Paul's YouTube channel going into this match at WrestleMania about KSI's involvement in Prime. Like this became a whole shtick that they just played out through WrestleMania, and people are not aware of this. Rightfully, good. It's true. I was was surprised they weren't able to get Jake though, unless maybe he's going to be there tonight. But I can't imagine he has anything better going on today. That you know. 
they kind of looked at Jake and said, "Oh, he lost the match, so we probably have to put him on ice for a little while." Oh, that's a that, yeah. It was a good fight. Have you run into Logan at Dave and Buster's? This no, I've, I haven't. I've met him in person once before, though, but never, never at a Dave and Buster's. No, um, never at Dave. I, I, I respect him for for shouting out Dave and Buster's last night, though. That was yeah, fantastic. Dave and Buster's. Damn it. Yeah, he loves fake money, so it makes sense. Like you got crypto scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you can use your uh, crypto zoo hash eggs to uh, buy power cards. And then there you go. He's, he's got a lot of money on his power cards. He's saving up for a drone. He said, "Oh, which are you all those taxes in Puerto Rico?" You know, yeah, ding coin. Remember that one? Ding coin, you're my favorite. Uh-huh. Why do you? Okay, first of all, do you, this is why Intuit and TurboTax got into the WrestleMania game so that they could give the wrestlers a year off from doing their taxes. Logan Paul is fine. He doesn't have to worry about doing his taxes for the next like 365 days. It's good. Yeah, there you go. New no, let's do your taxes. Okay. Listen, I'm 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 very I'm very aware of Logan Paul's um history. I'm and, and currently what he's because he's currently involved with some of the stuff you're referencing right now. He's like still battling it. But the the thing is like on screen at, for what he's doing on television in the WWE, it's like it's incredibly impressive. It really is. Like his actual in ring ability and like the matches he's having are, are really, really good. So I'm just, he had I'm just go to sleep real. and didn't go for a pin <laughs> yesterday, Jensen. He yeah. went to the top rope for yeah, Rock Splash. Well, it's because it's an amateur move. Like he wanted to go for like a real, like a cool pro wrestling move to like. You know, <laughs> Really put an emphasis on it, you know. <laughs> but, all right, he, all right, he, all right. he hit the He hit one of the best ones. He hit the, outside of outside of Kenta. He hit the best one I've seen, probably. Was that Jerry? <laughs> I, you uh, know I'm, what? That's an insult to Zoe Stark, not CM Punk. <laughs> does she do the move? I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, she she has a really good one. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off here in a second, but I gotta ask one question because I feel like we've buried the lead this this entire show even over steven jensen and his great cody Rhodes story so i'm no longer going to bury the lead kate how proud of you that your husband made it to wrestlemania we We're talked about that before you got on oh sorry. oh i was not here <laughs> watch the product not here oh no i i sincerely i i popped huge for it it was so much fun i had i was telling uh joel before i texted him um a while back we were just talking and he's he was doing commentary for blood sport and i was like oh that's awesome like i sincerely think dan would be really good on commentary um and he was like yeah i didn't want to bump in la and i was like well you didn't have to bump in la and you got on the mania card how about that shit so <laughs> dream fairy mania baby go damn fairy here for that it. that was <laughs> that entrance ruled so much. The Ray entrance is great. The Dominic entrance. It was honestly right out there for me. That was so good. Oh, I want to know why way, he went back to jail, though. I the, feel like the, we need to get that story. The Dominic entrance. Like, do y'all ever see the movie The New Guy back in the day? Because that's all yes. I can think about. Yeah. Like when he shows up to cool. the new high school in the like that was the scene out of the new guy. It was like him rolling up in like the in like the correctional thing. Um, I thought, dude, that was actually that was great. The whole Dude, shout out Conan! What a what an incredible induction speech for Ray. Like honestly, it's great. He seriously, did- that that induction. Like I once again, I get reasons to dislike a lot of the people and like the wrestling atmosphere and stuff for like wrestling takes on. Dude, when someone does something great, like I'm gonna recognize it. Like Conan, oh yeah, I want that. I want that dude inducting me. Like 
you know what that dude speaking at my funeral like that like as i'm like going into like my grave like like have conan being the one like talking about my accomplishments that was awesome he didn't have to dm anyone to ask him to listen to his podcast because we all paid attention that night listen, listen, we've listen. all got those dms it's okay i remember Last... him asking me to invest in aero lucha like five <laughs> six years ago or whatever we fightful did invest in aero lucha yeah like all of us are just minority owners of, of aero lucha <laughs> Um, yeah. Jensen, okay, so, you mentioned a top baby face. Rey Mysterio should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, not Cody Rhodes. A real, true baby face that we can all look up to and support. There it is. Mm. Okay, agree, but Rey's awesome. You got to make a young star, and Rey Mysterio. Let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's quickly let's just go through night two. Give me give me your oh, predictions, sorry. and I think then we'll get out of here. Okay, so sorry, I ruined y'all show. Sorry about well, that. No, it's fine. No, this is, this is this more is awesome. fun. Anything to not have to talk directly to Kate for an extended Oh my God, you guys saved me from Joel Pearl. I owe you. Oh, that's, that's, why, that's why I came here. I saw, I saw your uh, bat signal tweet, Kate. Thank so. you. Lesnar and Omos opens the show tonight. So, Jensen. Who the fuck cares? I'm oh, no. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No. Seat. Seat. This is a big Homo sapien. What did you just say? <laughs> big Homo sapien, Steven Jensen. Yo. Oh. I just wanted to look at their ways, and they couldn't give me that no weigh-in segment. Listen, the entire reason this match is happening is it's the aesthetic of like. Remember when Brock Lesnar f five that shark and like that SummerSlam promo? Absolutely, it's, that was the shark's kid, is Omos. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. So like, so Omos, the whole thing's about the video. I've already, everyone knows what this match is going to be, and we can all just agree with this and move on to the next prediction. Is that he's going Omos going to beat him up for a few minutes? Not so Lesnar's not going to be able to suplex him. Eventually, Lesnar will be able to suplex him, and the whole thing is about that WrestleMania moment, that visual of, of him up on his shoulders with that five, one, two, three. So, and maybe we get like that big hurt, uh, hurt uh, business uh, reunion or something after that. And Lashley saves him. That was Jeremy's idea on the spotlight this week. I thought it was a good idea. Jeremy, I almost should win, <laughs> dude. I'd agree if he hadn't like already lost to Lashley and Strowman like before this. If he was undefeated going into this, I would I, I would actually put him over Brock. I'm not even lying. I got it. That's why I should win. You got to build them up. I think uh, Brock is going to win. I do have a sliver of doubt about that because if Brock is retiring, uh, he would supposedly like be going out on his back. So if this is Brock's actual last match and this is the black wrestler that he puts over of everybody he's faced, I think that's going to be something else. But I think this is going to be four minutes and three of them are going to be Omos beating him up and then we're going to get an F5 and that'll be it. <laughs> Almost wins. He's the first challenger for Cody Rhodes. There it is. No, it's going to be carrying cross. Uh, over under on uh, Brock Lesnar flying in on the jet, telling the jet to wait outside of SoFi for him and just keep it running, pal. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's in and out of there. Like, like 15 minutes round trip. Like yeah, he's not yeah, even 100%. changed at the arena. He's showing up in his gear. He's leaving in his gear. Sable's going to be waiting for him on the jet, just ready to go home. Kids are going to be like, daddy, daddy, what's for dinner? He'll be like, we'll stop at McDonald's on the way. And that's he'll, be it. On, he'll be on the phone with Dana White on the plane ride home. That's it. Negotiating that's with it. the UFC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, women's tag showcase, a whole bunch of people who, uh, who wins this match. Does anyone remember who's in this? Shotzi and Natty, uh, Liv and Raquel, uh, Ronda don't have and a division, so it doesn't really Ronda matter. and Shayna. I'll see you yeah. in Sonya. I'm go. with Kate, though. Like, that's the, that's the real answer. Um, They don't have a real division. No one really cares. But I personally like to see Shayna and Ronda win, but that's just because, you know, I like them. So just whatever. 
Chelsea, Chelsea and Sonia should win. They rule. Kate? Uh, it's got to be Rhonda and Shayna to set up a match with Lita and Becky, right? Yes. I also wouldn't mind if Sonia and Chelsea won with help from Carmella showing up tonight. Just to like give a push. That would be to fun. Go. I wish they just made these number one contenders matches, but yes. all right. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, is it? I of guess course. technically. Of course, isn't. you would think that. Yeah. No, it's a tag. Oh, it's no showcase. We're showcasing the talent here. Yeah. That's right. Uh, for you, the you hate her. You hate her. Didn't I'm sure you didn't like the men's showcase when it was announced, and that was one of the best matches on the show last night. Why are you so calling maybe me a you hater? shouldn't judge the match. I'm Wait, talking what? to all the haters out there. Oh, all oh. the category. Then yes, oh, you, you are mean a hater. The men's one that they just created, but the women's had qualifying matches, but only three of the teams had to qualify. You mean those mistakes? If you have yellow hair and have that much taint sweat, you deserve a match on the WrestleMania card. Oh, okay. sweat. Oh, sweating. You saw it. I don't look for taint sweat. Oh, you oh no, no, no. I, I, I saw it. I saw it. I know exactly. He was wearing like yellow, right? Yeah, oh, very. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is. I legitimately do not know what you're talking about. Who is the about. whitest man in that match? In what match? Otis was sweating. Yeah. Otis <laughs> had oh. the, uh, the sweaty taint going on. Couldn't miss it, Jeremy. <laughs> couldn't miss it. You know how like, I'm you sorry get hit that I do not like, look a shirt sweat a, like that. Yeah. You couldn't miss it if you tried. No, dude. He was up on like the top or middle rope, like doing like a superplex or something, bent straight over. I know exactly what you're It was yeah, unmissable. I said something to some the person I was watching with last night to my brother. I, I turned to him. I was like, oh damn. Like I was I was unnoticed. Anyway. It's a lot of sweat. I, anyway. Who cares? Who even cares about that? But Jeremy, how do you miss that, bro? Come on, sorry. man. I thought you were a fucking professional. Anyway, sweat for the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Uh, what are we doing here, Stephen Jensen? Uh, Sheamus. This is the only title he's never won, right? That's a big part of the story. So I think that's uh, that's it. And then Gunther can go on to like world title level. They've already teased that with Gunther and Cody in the Royal Rumble, like being the last two. That'll be a world title match at some point soon. I feel like. Shout out to the person in the chat who's like, "I missed the sweat, and I'm not going back to yes, look." Thank you. I'll post it on the only one. Just for y'all. Sorry, CEO, you're not a professional either. That's right, you're not. Jeremy Lambert, who wins the Intercontinental Championship three? <laughs> Otis's taint sweat. <laughs> All right, I'm down with that. Let's hear. Like actually upset about this, dude. This is, this is, this is like I a think Drew <laughs> and Seamus. Seamus goes chasing after Drew. I think, despite his murky contract status, I think Drew wins it. Murky, murky at best, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Gunter retains actually. That's where I'm at. I don't think Gunter is losing it just yet, but we'll see. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defends against Asuka. Steven Jensen, who we got? Um, I'll take Bianca to keep it going. I like both women a lot. I think this is gonna be a really good match. Um, but uh, and I like, I, I like, I like the kind of chain with Asuka and her, her character a little bit as well. But I don't know. I like Bianca. Why, like, why not? So, Jeremy. Uh, I'm gonna go. So Rhea is the SmackDown Women's Champion, even though she's mainly on Raw. Which uh, I guess they're gonna have to figure something out there. I'm gonna go with Oscar, uh-huh. and I think they do uh, a, a swap. They just, you know, they do the cool little here. Here's my title. Here's your title thing. We all love that, right? Just oh, yeah. throwing at each other backstage. Makes yeah. brand supremacy season really exciting when you just give up your yeah. title willingly. Uh, I'm gonna go Oscar here, though. I wouldn't be stunned if Bianca retained because there's a lot of titles changing hands this mania. 
feels like Bianca's going to retain. Feels like she's missed WrestleMania, and it feels like Asuka's not as hot as she was brought in to be at the Royal Rumble. Something happened on the way to WrestleMania. Weird booking. Me and Jeremy talked about that. Yeah, the other yeah. Week. yeah. Or they actually, me and SP talked together about it. Two weeks no, I'm, 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 and I'm not. Listen, yes, weird booking is right. I was just trying to make a point that like something between now and then in the booking just kind of sure. went by the wayside. Uh, yeah, Triple H realized he had to put her on TV and didn't know what to do. Get get some get some captions. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Edge and Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell. The Demon is back. Edge is going to have Gangrel there. So excited for a 30-minute, super-duper long Hell in a Cell match before the main event. Steven Jensen, if you're still awake for Cody Rhodes' victory, uh, who wins between Edge and Balor? I think this is honestly the hardest one to predict on the entire show. Um, I like both, to be honest. Like, I still like Edge, but like, I think I'm a little bit over like the like the all the drama to like all the stuff he does. I guess like the long drawn out stuff and the stories, especially like this thing's been going on forever with him and Balor and Judgment Day. But uh, I feel like Edge is probably just gonna win. Like he's you know he's Hall of Famer and like you know. But it's also the Demon. I do like that. I you know maybe Balor. I think personally, I'd like Balor to win, but I'm gonna pick Edge still. Jeremy. I will watch Otis's taint sweat before I invest myself in this match. It should be Finn Balor. 30 minutes. Will it be? I don't know, but it should be. Kate. I don't really have faith in the demon anymore since he lost by slipping off the top rope last time we saw the demon. And it's slipping broke. That's right. It was his first game. By by natural event, um, by supernatural event, rather. I'm going to say Edge because I think there's going to be Rhea's turn in heel or face, man. Like people are already cheering for her. I think we might be through the Judgment Day stuff. So I think Finn losing, uh, we might start to, to see this fracture a little bit. It should be Finn. Finn deserves it. Edge also wants to move on from the story, Jensen. You're not alone. So uh, as do I. But I, I think Edge wins here. I think Finn wins. Edge got his victory with Beth at Elimination Chamber. So it's uh, maybe just get the demon over and uh, Edge will be like, all right, I'm done. This was my creation and I did it. Gravity is undefeated against the demon. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> That's right. Gravity is the only winner of all time. And then in the main event, a match that will take at least 20 minutes between the entrance and the bell ringing for the undisputed WWE Championship. Universal, Universal. Championship undisputed together all-timer roman reigns defends against cody rhodes uh what are we doing here stephen jensen i I, do i even have to ask you why paul Heyman wins and he becomes the champion (laughs) cashes in his Heyman in the bank and he wins uh what are we doing jeremy Lambert? i mean cody's gonna win Uh, and i'll be very happy for for stephen jensen when when cody wins kate meg hetmoss and how many, I know what you said, how many, first of all, how many uh, Cody Rhodes uh, crossroads does it take for him at to... At least three. At least three? three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it only took one for Solo, but it took three for Gable. So uh, what are we doing? <laughs> Did it? <laughs> it took three for Rollins also at Mania last year, I think. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what it is. that It's a Gable three, but it's a Solo one. But uh, here Wait, we he he held it against Gable, right? Like it wasn't just one pen kick out, right? Like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, same with same with the Rollins one I'm talking about. Like I think Rollins kicked out of one of them, but then he like held it on for the end of the match or something. Well, a little bit, a little bit different. There. It is a little different. Yeah, Matt uh, Moss does rule. Is he not on the show? 
Was he on the, he was on the Andre thing on SmackDown? Well, no, they're going to make it a four way for the Intercontinental Championship now. Uh, <laughs> Breaking news. No, I, I, I think with, with the crossroads, he's not, he's not going to need that at all. He's going to beat him with the, the final cuts or the bionic elbow. That's, that's bionic what he's going to Oh, if he does the bionic elbow, I think that would be uh, just yeah. perfect. I think he's going to do, do it. He's well, going to he do it. Yes. So in, in the Rollins, when he returned against Rollins of Mania last year, that was his whole thing was like he hit it and then hit him with the crossroads, like that last one. Right, he was like crossroads, picked him up, did his little thing, hit him with my gobble everyone on nuts, and then he crossroads him again and pinned him. So what, that's what I pedigree. Think. He's gonna finally hit the pedigree. <laughs> he already hit the pedigree. He did. He did wow. against Rollins, wasn't it? Yeah, at uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. No. Finish the well, story. He's gonna hit it again. We're finished. Yeah, I think we'll hit it again. Stories here. We're one winged finished. angel. What if he does the one winged angel? angel? It's gonna be a shoulder block that they call like <laughs> the peck from heck or something. No, they'll, they'll, the call it, they'll call it the what do you want to talk about? So <laughs> yeah. with the long so. All right. I was I was surprised last night that uh I shouldn't say surprised because I, I know why they probably don't want to do this move on screen, but like I really wanted uh, Sammy to hit the brain buster on the top rope, like on the top turnbuckle. I thought that would have been awesome. We've yeah. never hit it in the WWE before, but it's also we got one close, of those moves. Though. Yeah, yeah Ray. Close, like, well, on the ring they, apron. Gonna, yeah, right. Yeah, well, the they apron. don't need. They didn't need any more uh, turnbuckle stuff after Ray because I was very worried about that man after that power bomb into the turnbuckle. That looked nasty. He should come out to California, love. Have him sing nice. himself to the ring. No, nah, it needs Cody. to be the hologram. Hologram of uh, Tupac. Tupac yeah. coming out there. Cool. They can get Dre. Snoop's there. They can get Dre. So. What do you think of Lil Uzi Vert showing up and? Doing random whatever happens. That was random. I wanted, so, I wanted Kevin Owens the power bomb him like he did Machine Gun Kelly. That, that was cool. I actually made reference. I think Lil Uzi Vert is from Philly, and yeah. Kevin Hart is also from Philly. So it was kind of like shuffling till next year because of the Philly uh, WrestleMania. So if that's the case, that'd be a little cute thing. But yeah, that was random. But I do hope they no, do some they, sort of like uh, mashup, like uh, for Cody's entrance, where it's got like his old theme songs before it hits his um his current one because everyone misses that, like that whoa yeah. only smoking mirrors. like all that oh stuff like is that, yeah oh. like because people haven't heard that in so long have y'all ever seen the, the, the john tina thing it'll be yeah. it'll be cody walking down a long hall like a pre-tape of like him going through all of his entrances and it'll be like him dressed up as stardust and him dressed up with the bags and him with the face mask and mm-hmm. eventually we get out to like wrestling has more and it's him putting on the jacket and the thing and then he goes no 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 you're you're kind of on the right path and and kate was was more on the right path instead of cody walking down the hallway it's the camera coming into like the the shot of the ear and then you got the like yeah but then you got him like with the mask and the stardust and all that stuff and then it finally gets to him in the suit and he's got the ear and then he California loves go. You know, yeah. so the ultimate does thing Randy that they Rose could do. Neutralize which... Solo Sokoa. Oh, sorry. No, oh, I hope. Oh my so. God. No, Pharaoh oh, does. No, no. Pharaoh. Here's no, no, no. Here's Paul. Paul Heyman does his big, you know, Roman Reigns uh, fighting, whatever, and then Brandy comes out. It ain't open mic night, like, bitch. The and then that's how. <laughs> that's so, so that's all Heyman. If they 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 won't do this, I don't think. But like, I think like kind of the most kind of the coolest ending they could possibly have to something like this would be is if Cody wins. Obviously, there's gonna be a ton of pyro. It's gonna be insane. But then if there's a broken throne like on the top of the ramp and he goes sits down in it. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, because everyone would be like, that would be so full circle that he was like, now he's, about, got, now, how, he, now he's got, now he's got the throne. You know what I mean? Like, how about he repairs that. the throne? We see yes. him like, uh, you know, with some plaster and just like, Triple H uh, goes up there with it. actual. <laughs> Grandson of a plumber, present yeah. day Mason. He goes, he goes up there and actually, <laughs> goes up there and actually starts. Triple the show H. goes off the air with him actually doing like manual labor. Yeah. Like, he's not paying attention to the crowd. The show's over. Paul Levesque walks up to him and he's just like, you know what you got to do? And he hands him the bucket and he's like, yes, sir. And he just starts doing it. And yeah, that's as WrestleMania goes off the air. The real work starts now, but the real work is in repairing the stupid throne. That'd be so funny. And then we pan at WrestleMania Raw the next night. Cody Rhodes just finishing work on the throne. The at the, at the press conference, because I assume he's going to be part of the press conference after he wins, Seth Rollins should come in. They should just get into a shoot fist fight. And that's how <laughs> yes. you, it, it all, that's how we kick off next season is a <laughs> Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes fist fight at the press conference. I said it on Twitter. I swear to God, Cody Rhodes is going to eat an entire box of every single version of Snickers out there and then polish it off with like a pint of Snickers ice cream. Just be like, guys, I haven't had sugar. I got some Snickers ice cream. Snickers. I, the white... Baby, bring me my Snickers yeah. ice cream, please. He's gonna have Snickers have muffins. Someone made him Snickers, Snickers muffins, noodles. Snickers spindrift. He's gonna, he's gonna go. Absolutely. I will eat. I will eat Snickers ice cream on the spotlight uh, this Thursday once nice. Cody Rhodes wins in celebration of the great Cody Rhodes. It's nice. Nice. Nine thirty a.m. Ice cream. Yeah. Hell yeah. I see nothing. Yeah. This statement. Uh, let's go home. Stephen Jensen. Tell them when they can find you. Fight talk underscore on Twitter. Plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck around for more than half. I think we got fight, fightful select weekender. It'll be up later this sometime this week. I won't be able to record it today, obviously. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. This is it. It's peaking. I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years, and this is uh, this is it. It's happening. Jensen is going to give up on his fightful. Oh my gosh! Tonight. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out while I'm hot. I don't have a spoon to eat it with. You don't I need mean, it. What use kind of hands. service is this? Oh, what a use, use your hands, buddy. What a gem. Jeremy's got some Snickers oh, ice. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. There is, just, just going in hands oh. on his, on this ice cream. Haven't had sugar in weeks. Good ice cream. Someone gets everybody. a Milky Way and they're like, wrestling has more than one royal ice cream. <laughs> Bar thing. Ow. Candy. <laughs> I, usually my hands. I mean, using your hands is pretty cool, though. It was. It was pretty badass. Yeah. Was pretty what badass. are we plugging? <laughs> yeah. Snickers. You're, plug your stuff. Yeah. Plug yeah. your ice cream. Yeah, plug your face with that ice cream. Snickers ice cream by Briars, presented by T- Kim. Who's on this show? Tim, yeah. Joel, Kate, Steven Jensen, Who's myself, Tim? presented by, I don't know, presented by Snickers, Briars, Ice cream and the Turbo Tax into it cinnamon toast crunch show here on Fightful Overbook. Don't follow me on Twitter. Follow Steven Jensen on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore. He's going to be very excited for Cody Devante, uh, Tupac Shakura Rhodes winning the undisputed WWE Universal Global Championship tonight at WrestleMania 39 presented. By Snickers. How's the Snickers? How's that? Well, Give good. me your review. Is it, is it good? Is it good as gold? So look at this. 
I just got like the little chunk. <laughs> this, this is exactly what Cody's gonna do. Yeah, you, you see, look at look yeah. at these chunks of. Well, because I remember like the last yeah. pay per view, Cody was actually drinking Mountain Dew Pitch Black, and he was like, "Guys, I'm not even kidding. This is good stuff." And I was like, "Cody, he's just like, <laughs> it's, it's, you, I know, I know you like to lie, but like now's not the time." Cody Rhodes never told a lie in his life. Who ironically bought that soda are the reason now we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch and TurboTax. Listen, cinnamon, cinnamon Toast Crunch rules, though. Cinnamon like, Toast I'm Crunch not gonna, shit, though. I'm, I'm not, not bearing Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Crunch. It's yeah, no a one's phenomenal gonna, cereal. I want that slander of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You're no, no, no. no. Bonafide yeah. top 10 cereal of all time. However, Cinnamon Toast the, Crunch the so good, you want to slap your kids. It's so good, you want to beat your kids with a belt. That's, That's right. right. Uh, Kate, beat us with your plugs. Oh, God. <laughs> I really do. Huh? I feel like Excalibur at the end of the week. Uh, what am I doing? I'm behind the paywall for WrestleMania Night 2, Fightful Select, post-show with Alex Blasky. Monday is also behind the paywall on Fightful Select with Alex Blasky. Tuesday's on the main channel with him reviewing NXT. Wednesday's at the Mark Order Pod Talk. Y'all thinks all elite. Thursday's on the main channel on Fightful doing the AW, uh, not AW, the ROH. <laughs> review passed off to this clown over here so the impact stream friday is doing the aw rampage and smackdown stream but this weekend i'm at excite wrestling i do a commentary at excite wrestling and i am doing a little like media scrum thing beforehand with chris from wrestlenomics so twitch.tv slash excite wrestling you can ask some questions and meet your excite wrestling favorite there you go. I'm excited for you for Excite Wrestling, Kate. Thank you. You know what else I'm excited for? This Snickers. Great Snickers ice cream. Yeah. Oh, and also, yeah, the spotlight on Thursday morning, a giant victory, victory lap for Cody Rhodes, 9.30 a.m. Oh. Eastern. Giant victory lap going down. I got to get more Snickers by then. I'm going to eat this whole thing you right your, now. You had your time for plugs, guys. Yeah. you Come send on. me some of that ice cream? It's real good. It is really good. I'm not even... I'm gonna go I'm to the big store. Fan of the Snickers. No, it's yeah, good. They also did you ever have the bars? The Snickers ice cream bars. Those are the best. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, oh, they're so yeah. good. Yeah, everything Snickers is good. Hey, oh, listen, yeah. they're not sponsoring us, so we gotta we gotta cut the shit out. Jared, hide, hide it. Hide it. Hide the Snickers. No. Bars. All right, mm -hmm. fine. WrestleMania brought to you by Snickers. Night two, we're doing a watch along tonight. If you're watching us live, if you're watching us after the fact, go watch the WrestleMania watch alongs while you're watching WrestleMania because on its own, it's boring as fuck. But uh, otherwise, here on Fightful Overbook, we drop content every single day. Kate made reference to it. Myself and Cresta Star, we host the post-impact wrestling post show on Thursdays, usually around 10, 10 p.m. or whenever we get around to it. Uh, Go watch a bunch of stuff that Fightful does because we're pretty good. A lot of interviews dropping. And finally, The Run Sheet with myself and Ella J. We drop that independently on your favorite podcast feeds. Just go search The Run Sheet every Wednesday night. It comes out. That's all I got. I'm Matt Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, enjoy WrestleMania night two, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Yeah, Snickers, damn it.